ass baby. Yeah. Thank you. I already got one negative critique from Gabby. She wanted me to use her ass cheeks Go in the Gabby. model volleyball video. She's offended. That Go wasn't Gabby. her? I agree. That Shout wasn't out to you. Mr. Cheeks. We know he's watching, yeah. but we'll get Gabby's cheeks in there. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Sazcast, the sexiest financial show in the world. This is where finance meets romance, only here on the number one channel in the world for entrepreneurs, value mother entertainment. Awesome to be here. Uh, my name is Adam Sazic. You can call me Saz. And my friend Natalia is going to help me say this. You know we're here Ooh, for one yeah. reason and one reason only. Because we want you people out there to do this and do this and do this, do this, do this well. We want to see you get paid, laid, laid and, do and do it, it your way. way. Uh, uh. Shout out to Nat on the ones and twos. Nat, <laughs> before I introduce the panel, yes. say what's up to the people who love you and give a special shout out to all the haters out there that yeah. hate your ass. Well, first off, happy SauceCast Day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's episode is going to be very, very entertaining. We actually have some guests who was out of the States, back in the States, and we have some mm. beautiful ladies on the panel. So it's going to be really, really interesting. Shout out to all the lovers in the chat. We love you. We appreciate you, the support. We love it. And shout out to the haters because we appreciate you too. You help us with the views and you help us with the comments. <laughs> and we appreciate you too. So make sure, as a hater, you subscribe to the channel. Listen, Nat, you stupid delusional bit. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what they're saying. That's what there. they want you to say, Listen, but it's okay. I, know. I mean, sometimes I do have to yell at Nat, Nat and sometimes I got to appreciate Nat. That, yeah. That's how this thing works. It's a yin yang relationship. Yin yang. Cannot be all love, can't be all hate, but she does help produce the show. Yes. And she ain't going anywhere. That's right. Sorry to inform you guys. Sorry. But I do sorry. appreciate everybody watching. If you have not subscribed to Valuetainment, Hit a, give us a sub. Give, Nat, what do you want? I mean, give it. I know yeah, make working, sure you guys subscribe. I know you've been working on something special. Oh, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Do all that fun stuff. Share with your mom, your auntie, your uncle, your dogs, your cats. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Yep. Because as Adam likes to say, I'm going to quote you today because I missed you. Please do. Your mom's a hoe. If you don't, <laughs> yes. if you don't subscribe. Sorry, if you're I'm sitting sorry. there watching this, hating, <laughs> making great comments, loving yeah. it, and you haven't liked the video and subscribed, Straight up, your mom's a hoe. Yeah. I just, I'm sorry to inform you. Well, what a surety is. Yeah. Like, is I know your mom's a hoe. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, you embrace that. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. We've got a lot to cover. We just flew back, literally got yep. back in like this morning at like one in the morning yep. yeah. from uh, Romania. Romania. We'll talk about what we were doing out there uh, in this Transylvania country. Oh. Uh, with that being said, lots to cover today. Before we uh, establish what we're covering today, Let's meet the lovely ladies, all six of you, mm -hmm. all lovely ladies on the panel. <laughs> Adam. Six lovely ladies on the panel. Uh, to my left, um, model volleyball with a booty. She got mad at me. You're doing some stretches earlier. You're getting Go ahead, show that. some stretches. Thanks, Mav. What were you doing? Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks, Maverick. Them. Get up there. The, she was helping us stretch before the show. There, there you go. go. There we go, guys. She's Maybe teaching you girls. turn around while you do that. Yeah, this I mean, is my right. favorite show. We got Gabby the in the house. Gabby, what's your last name? Nieves? Nieves. Did I say that right? You did. She's black, Puerto Rican, Italian. She's and all. on a scale of crazy, a three. A scale of nice. But when you bust all those. Uh, 9.5, baby. 9.5. So Gabby's in the house. She's a model looking for an athlete, y'all. She's trying to make some NBA babies, correct? I mean,. They just need the genetics. They do need the athlete. genetics. So not a chess player. Ju you're just going for athlete, athlete. There it is. Bow bowling is a thing. Okay. Bowling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is bowling athletes? Yes, I don't know. We'll have that know. debate. Um, Sarah's in the house. Sarah Wilt. Sarah Elizabeth. Uh, Will is my last name. Okay, Sarah Elizabeth Will. Elizabeth is She's my middle here. name, yeah. <laughs> She's an influencer. She's a digital creator in Miami. She was here at the Fresh and Fit event. You were very based. Kind of knew you had some... I'm, I'm pretty red pill. I'm you're pretty red pill. <laughs> She's red pill in the house. Watch out, ladies. She's coming at you. So you're left. Are you guys friends? 
No, I just no, met, I met her last Bruce. Friday. <laughs> yeah, we hate each other. Perfect. No, 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 I met her last We're Friday. We're friends. Tony's here. Tony Scardino, hey. uh, law student at St. Thomas, motivational speaker. Not red pill whatsoever. Uh, that's going to be interesting. That could be debatable. That's fine. Just it's all debater. good. Just a all right. We got Danny in the house, Danny Bergman. She's hey the star of the new Netflix series, yeah, Jewish Matchmaking. Yes. Okay. Looking for love in the Jewish community. In the Jewish community. Looking for my mensch. Looking for my mensch. <laughs> yeah, she also runs a marketing agency called what? 1084? 1084 Media. Nice. She's looking for love. And good a- eyebrows. And good eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> you got great eyebrows. Does your man have to be Jewish? I would, I would prefer that, yes. Okay. Well, there goes me. If 10 is 100% and 1 is like, I could care less, where are you at on this? Maybe like a 7. But okay. if he's a good guy and he wants to, you know, celebrate the holidays, traditions with me, I'm in. Are you going to make your man convert? Yes. Oh, wow. Vinny. I would wear a yarmulke 24 hours a day. I would wear a yarmulke. I'd be chuching all day. There we go. Family. Hook it up. I mean, you're, you're a serial. all day. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Maya Banks is in the house, a.k.a. Slow Jam. She's a rapper. Stripper? Okay. Oh, I just read <laughs> you, have a show, you have a song called Sexy Ass Thug. Yeah. Let's hear some lyrics from the Sexy Ass Thug. Go. Okay. Um. Money fu- money coming down to the sun come up. Six-inch hills making Betty in my pumps. You know I really hustle. I'm a sexy-ass thug. Hey. Them bitches show me love. And my, them be, I be shaking. I be dancing in the club. You know I really hustle. I'm a sexy-ass thug. Them bitches throw me thugs. And my bitches show me hey. love. I be shaking. I be dancing. I be working in the club. Oh. Oh. You know, there was a song from Noriega. Noriega. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Jorge. Back in the back in the day, called Super, Super Thug. Thug. You know yeah. that song? Oh my God. What, 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 what? Go ahead, buddy. All right. Hold on, she got it. She can flow. She can flow. She's no joke. Oh, thank you, thank you. I want to see a duet here. Oh. Uh. There we go. And then last but not least, the sexiest girl on the panel by far, Vinnie Mulvaney. I mean, Vinnie O'Shana. He's the number one Assyrian comedian in the world. There's only three of them, but he's I'm number one guy. Yeah. Do the voice. Yeah. Do the voice. Number one. Go ahead. Which one? Any voice. Well, we're going to get into the Romanian Yeah, yeah. Thing. I don't know what voice you I was you're, speaking like that. You can do any whole, voice you want to do. Yeah, the whole trip. He's the host of Valuetainment Comedy. He well, also runs the comedy department. I am the comedy department. I'm the only one. We only have one comedian. <laughs> I'm the department. I am the department. He's the department here. He's on the show here. Is this your first time on the show? No. We did a Thanksgiving. We did a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving which was hilarious. But I, I do identify. I am. I'm just for everybody out there. And please, like, like, address me accordingly. I am trans, but and it changes throughout the whole thing. But my pronouns are like Shakespearean, so they're thee, thy, thine. Don't laugh. Excuse me. Can you, excuse me. Excuse me. It's not funny. Thee, thy, thy, thine, thyself, and ye. So nice. just make sure you guys ye. love that. Ye. Now, uh, I asked Slow Jams to rap. Is there anything that you want to do talent-wise? You want to do a Shakespearean rap? You want to do a song? You want to do a voice? Is there anything? No, I don't mind. I'm, I'm in my 40s. I, 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 the last time I toured, my back gave up. So I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. You do do a bit about when you're having sex yeah. in your 20s versus your 40s. Oh, yeah. Well, for, well, well, well let's just be real. Like, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm, I'm a realist. I get, like, some people are like, like you see them, they're in their 50s, they're trying to go to clubs, and, but I don't do that. Before I have sex, I stretch, <laughs> and I got caught, so I came out of the bathroom, and the girl's like, hey, just, why were you counting in there? And I was literally doing that stretch that you were doing earlier with the leg out, and I was like, I w- this is for you. I'm stretching for me and for you, and then when I have sex, I have a bottle of water and a banana right there for potassium. Yeah. So, 
Oh, the bananas next the to bananas the bananas next to the for potassium. For potassium. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's all I roll. Okay. Speaking over and bite it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking over. Yeah. Speaking of uh, leaning over and biting it, we got Natalia in the house. What's up, Nat? The baddie with the Jamaica patty in hey, the house. Hey. I actually had somebody at the live event come up to me and say, "I love when Sauce calls you that." The Jamaica the patty? patty with the Jamaica patty. Yes. I mean, you are you're a baddie. <laughs> And to the Thanksgiving event that we were talking about, everyone I showed up. Patties. People brought turkey, mashed potatoes, stuff. And she's like, I brought some Jamaican patties. Oh my God, they were so good. <laughs> fucking Thanksgiving. So good. Though. And Shout everybody out to went that. crazy for them. What, what the was I also learned uh, a thing about you and a thing about you on Thanksgiving. Because oh, we, yeah, yeah. we did an event for Thanksgiving, Vincent, Natalia, and I. And there was a map of the United States. Oh God. And they showed. The, the type of dish that is most popular in each state. So in Florida, it was like sweet potatoes, and in Massachusetts, it was green beans, and in Alabama, it was green bean pasta, whatever it was. And I quickly realized that neither of you know any of the 50 See, states. I don't know. I, I, don't I was like, oh, what are they doing in Texas? And that's like, uh, is that um, mashed potato country? Is that this picture? She didn't know. This one. Yeah. You have it? Do you Look, have the picture of that? Yeah. By the way, yeah. if you... I was like, oh, what are they... If what are they eating name, up in uh, California? They're like, I don't, yo, I you couldn't can name tell you. All the, I don't, I can I'm, name every, impressed. I can name every, 50, I can all 50 states. Well, congratulations. That's you, what you I did. That's because I passed high school. How yeah. funny is it yeah. that we can't, but we're in the same place as people who can. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Jorge, keep talking loud. I love that. Jorge, I love, love when the production is just yelling in Spanish. Jorge, what were you yelling earlier to the girls? Let's hear it. What did you say? <laughs> Shut up, bitch! Right. That's going on. Anyways, guys, welcome to the show. This is your first time here. Yes. You're at Model Volleyball. This is your first time actually on this show, uh, Fresh and Fit. This is your first time. Danny's first time on the show. Nice. Not the first time being on camera. Netflix, check it out. Jewish matchmaking, fucking Lachayim. Mm. And then Slow Jams is going to be rapping throughout the episode. And Vinny is going to be stretching, hopefully, because he's going to need that later tonight. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Friday that banana night. with that yeah. potassium. Damn right. All right, let's get into what we're talking about. We're gonna first story we're going to talk about is what we were doing in Romania. We'll, we'll reveal that, guys. Thank you for being here. We have a lot to discuss on that. We're going to recap some of the highlights from the Fresh and Fit event. Uh, hopefully, some people don't get triggered. I'm sure you will. We'll talk about traditional. Uh, I did the story for you. What a rabbi thinks the traditional gender roles should be in a relationship. Mary J. Blige is now having to pay. Yeah, 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 wait till you hear this. Having to pay 30 grand a month in alimony. So shout out to that dude collecting paychecks. Oh, it never happens. Dua Lipa, who I have a crush on, we'll put that aside. The age gap between her and her man. Uh, if you want to marry this particular girl, here's how much money you need to make. What defines a slut, according to Amber Rose? Uh, Tara uh, Reid, if you remember who that was. She was one of the Terry. most adorable looking uh, baddies American back Pie? in the day. American Pie. Time heals all wounds, not this one. And then a wild story about Pete Davidson getting stoned and what he ended up purchasing. Talk about some of the worst purchases or decisions you've ever made. But let's start with what we were doing in Romania. Do any of you guys know what we are doing in Romania? Don't I say it out loud. Have okay. a good Do you guess. Know? Okay, gotcha. You've got a good guess. So we have a video with Pat. We have a couple of videos, a couple of highlights. We'll the one with Pat? But I, I know a lot of people want to, yeah, start with that. A lot of people want to know what we're doing there. A lot of people are excited to see this interview. Let me just tee this up. What a freaking experience. Holy shit. Freaking sick. Vinny was there. I mean, you made the whole trip fun, effervescent. You were cracking jokes. You dressed up as a fucking Dracula at one point. Vampire. Just vampire. Sorry. Guy. All right. Isn't Dracula a vampire? He, he's a vampire. No, but I'm not. I was Dracula's Dracula. I was a different vampire. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
But let's play this video, um, a little teaser, and then we'll get into some of the highlights, and we'll get your ladies' thoughts on who this gentleman is. Good, bad, and ugly. Let's hear it. Uh, but here's the video. Let's make sure the volume's up. And pay attention to the back. Look at my head in the back. See me in the back? <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw this. Look at my head. I saw this clip. So nine months ago, we had a, a five-hour interview with this one guy. You may recognize him. And we're doing part two today. We're in this country called Romania. And we've been hanging out with this guy for five hours. I don't know if you recognize Boss. the face or not. Coming soon. Stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. So obviously we're talking about Andrew Tate here. Yeah. The legend of Andrew Tate. Top um, G. Before I get in this, just what's the first word that comes to mind when I say Andrew Tate? When you see that guy on screen, what's the first word that comes to mind? Danny. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Okay. Slow gems. Invincible. Uh, what is it? Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. Invincible. Let's turn her up a little bit. <clears throat> Tony. Top G. Top G. Sarah? A role model. What is it? A role model. Role model. Gabby. Man, I'm, She's on the fence. Gabby's you can say fence. something uh, offensive. You know. No, there's nothing offensive. I don't know. My friends love love him. Okay. They love him. Your what friends, you? your guy friends or your girlfriends? Girlfriends. Your girlfriends do. Yes. So okay, so no one here has uh, bad taste in their mouth. Wait, from but Andrew what is Tate. Do you I like mean, him? You don't like him? You kind of like him? The little clips that I have seen on him, I personally wouldn't care for him. Okay. Okay. What clips? It's all about the women stuff that I've seen. Is there anything that come to mind? You think about that yeah, for a second, because yeah. we're going to talk about this. Um, there's a couple other clips, because I want to show what we were doing there, and then we'll open mm -hmm. up for dialogue. Um, we spent, what, 12 hours there? Yeah. We got there at noon, we left at midnight, smoking yeah. cigars, having we, a great we, time. The flight time combined was longer than our actual stay oh, wow. that we were there, right? Because we flew 14 hours, 14 hours, yeah. a couple of layovers, and it was... But it I'm was saying, as far as like, how much time we spent at the house. Oh, at the house, we were there for the whole... What do you mean? The whole day. Till, it was till great. Morning, yeah. Awesome experience. All right, what other clips do we have? We've got... Because I want the audience to get yeah. a good... Feel. Taste, good feel of what we're doing, and then we'll right. have this conversation. Okay. All right, so we'll play... Ready? Maybe capture you, too, huh? Eh? <laughs> recognize this guy? Good to see you, bro. Look at this. Yeah. That was when we first got in there. We're setting up. We just walked in there. Go to the next clip. There's PBD kind of giving some instructions. Shout out to PBD for oh making my God. this thing happen. Yeah. What I realized about the Tates is they respect the hell out of PBD. Look, they like me. We get along. Everything's great. Awesome. But wow, they look at PBD as like yeah. salute. But it's a great, I would say Andrew and, and, and PBD, yeah. there was some bonding going on there. And Tristan and I. Some mm, serious yeah. bonding going on over there. Mm, yeah. Yin and yang. We were talking about that the whole time. <laughs> wow. The way that Andrew compliments Tristan is very reminiscent of kind of uh, PBD and It's I. funny you oh. say about that bond, Adam, yeah. because I bonded with the security guard. He's like, you want to hold gun? I go, I don't want to hold. I go, listen, bro. I go, I go, I was in the military, but he goes, no, for trust. I go, I don't want to hold the gun, dude. Like it. Like me with a gun in Romania. By the way, you weren't just in the military. You were in the Air Force, and you were the number one I was, sniper. I won, what were you? No, no, not number one sniper. I was on the Air Force shooting team. I won uh, Airman of the Year for, for like, space coming. I was, I was nasty. I'm you're the number start. one Airman it's of the inside, Year. It's inside. It's in my blood, you know? Are you cracking jokes while you're shooting gats? All the time. Okay. Yeah. What other clips do we have? Got this one. Ready? Oh, so this is us. So let me know if you recognize where I am right now. How many times have you seen this? On the story. Yeah, yeah. the stories. Mm. Yeah. Vinny, you were almost going to jump in the pool, I, I, I want to say, at one point. I almost jumped in, but like leaves and shit. I, don't I like... think Tristan almost threw you in the pool at one point. He almost did. Because you were talking, oh, you were, the, so, a couple of the girls you were getting a little flirty with. No, 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 time out, time out. I was talking, because the cigar lounge was just, I can't be in a room with mad smoke. So I'm sitting there talking, and then I'm, I'm realizing, I'm like, oh shit, this is, 
this is Andrew's girl. So I was just like, I just stiffed up and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I left and she tried to give me a hug. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just, yeah, don't be, peace, <laughs> peace don't and love. Hugging. I'm out. You give the, the outside the ass, thing. The ass out. Yeah, yeah. Totally understand that. All right. What yeah. other videos do we have? And then we'll mm -hmm. get into the, to the thing. Oh, okay. We did the interview with Andrew. It was like six hours. We took a break. They cooked a meal. It was sick. And then we did another two-hour interview with Tristan. It was awesome. But in the between, we had lunch. It was dinner. It was yeah. like 6 o'clock. Yeah. When that spread. Bro. Bro. They, have truff they had truffles on the mashed potato. Just shaving. And I'm like, dude, these cats, they go all out, bro. They went all out. They had tomahawk steak. steaks. Yeah. Biggest thing. Tristan was, had like seven of them. That guy could eat. Yeah. Go ahead. Look at this. I don't know if I'm good, but not like this. I don't know, bro. I quite enjoy jail. Well, he only eats once. Yeah. Andrew eats once a day. I'm talking to Andrew's Andrew. coffee. Look at that. It's a compound. Kelly. Shout out to Kelly doing her Kelly. thing out there. Shout out to Kelly. I think we have one more clip, by the way. Oh, we have actually two more clips. Two more clips. Yeah. Okay. So these are Vinny. Vinny yeah, here. Vinny, I want to highlight you and everything you were doing, doing there. So first we have the one with Vinny and Vinny Pete. was a kid on Christmas when you and, and Oh, he signed my G. shirt. Yeah, he was signing your shirt. shirt. Watch Vinny's reaction after getting... <laughs> Vinny's a 45-year-old grown-ass man. <laughs> Andrew Tate is, I want to say, 36. Yeah. yeah. Watch Vinny getting his shirt signed. Vinny did a whole skit of Tate, <laughs> yes. okay? He did a whole Go skit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ready? He just signed a bunch of hats. Fucking go. Fucking <laughs> go. What just signed your shirt, buddy? Fucking top G. Oh, wow. I'm illiterate, so I don't know what it actually said. I'm illiterate. <laughs> Wait, can, we, can I say something, though, Adam? Yeah, Guess where that shirt is. Deli messages me. Is Deli here? Deli goes, dude, I love him. Please tell him. I said hi. Like, I was going to be like, hi. Deli says hi. So when I, we landed, I came to work this morning. Guess what I did? I folded that shirt and I gave it to Deli as a gift. Aww. Wow. And he just bought a frame to put it in there. That's how much he loves So shout out, Deli. I love shout you. Shout out, Deli. And you little rascal. A bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff that I think we're going to be some winners, some auctions. Ooh, that we're gonna, some of the stuff that he signed. Tuned. He signed some hats. Yeah. Um, but this last clip, though. But this last clip. So, so there's two. Probably, I would say Andrew and Tristan are the top. The, Second and third most famous people in Romania. Right. Arguably, we met four. the number one person, most famous person in all of Romania. Mm -hmm. um, I think we have a clip of that guy. Yeah, yeah, found huge him. celebrity he was over there. there while we were, yeah, you were there. Huge celebrity. Look at these people are coming <laughs> up, taking pictures with this guy. <laughs> oh my god! Look at my teeth. <laughs> by the way, yeah. by the way, so because I came to the trip, I'm like. They're like, why don't you shoot some stuff in the We're like, what are you, you're, not, you're like, what are you doing on the I, trip? You're like, yeah, okay. they're like, I was like, all right, so I just brought my whole vampire cause because I did a sketch as that vampire guy. I wear that, I come in the lobby and some uh, tourist guy from Chile or I think Uruguay, he was like, oh my God, we just came back from Transylvania. Could I please, I had to hug 15 of the family members because they really, they bought into the whole vampire thing. So I was famous <laughs> as shit for like 20 minutes. You were the most famous. By the way, we get to the hotel. It's 8 p.m. at night. <laughs> Traveling all day. Yeah. We stop. We stop in Paris. Is that Paris, we and then Paris, yeah. and then Bucharest. We get to the hotel. I shit you not. We get to the hotel <laughs> in the freaking lobby. There is a vampire gala <laughs> going on. No There's way. There's like hundreds of people dressed as vampires. <laughs> Vinny's he's like, I'm gonna be the guy. No. I got my Dracula costume yeah. in our hotel. Sick hotel, by the way. Sick. Shout out. Sick. The entire lobby. The entire ballroom. Flooded with vampires. vampires. Yeah. And the women were like, female. yeah, it was, I was just like, okay, there goes the old surprise. Fucking. Vinny was biting necks yeah. left okay. and right. Yes, All right. it was. Um, anyway, it was, it was an awesome trip. Here's my biggest takeaways. So what I would say about Andrew Tate, love him, enjoy him, hate him. I would say 
arguably or possibly inarguably, he is the best communicator mm. in the world today. Mm. Why? We talk about value attainment here. Whether you agree with him or not, his ability to communicate is world class. Mm. The, he practices nonstop the way he speaks. This isn't an accident. I said in the interview, I go, there's all his belts, remember, on the wall? That's like a four-time Four kickboxing champion. Yeah. I said, you're probably a better speaker than you were a kickboxer. He's like, damn straight, mate. <laughs> like, he pra like the, 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 he's a wordsmith and a linguist. It's not an accident that he blew up. Some of the things he says is outlandish, controversial, but his communication skills are insanely world-class. Why? There's some super smart people out there that are so smart, but they tend to be not able to communicate or connect on a deeper level with regular people. Mm -hmm. They're just too smart, they're too geeky. Or there's some people that are just like down to earth, whatever, but they just cannot communicate on a high class level. The way that he can kind of balance both, almost the value and the attainment, is very impressive. What I would also say is this. Uh, three points are our biggest takeaway, and then I want to hear yours yeah. and then we'll open up for the ladies. The hospitality was amazing, mm. world class. And it's not something that you can just like, hey, uh, our film crew's gonna be here today, let's pretend we're nice guys and be hospitable. You can't fake this kind of stuff. Right. From beginning to end, thank you, can I get you anything? Every, the staff was incredible. The way they speak to their staff, the meals, the drinks. Andrew Tate, what he said, he drinks 10 to 12 cups of coffee 12 a day. Cups of coffee. He's like, Adam, you want a coffee? I'm like, I'll take a cup of coffee. Cool, I got you, blah, blah. You want sugar? He's like, helping me to coffee. Uh, what a hospitable guy. And uh, Tristan is like, uh, I'm going to have a cocktail. You want a cocktail? I'm like, I'll have a cocktail. Forget about it. He goes, all I drink is the uh, best whiskey in the world. Johnny Blue, you in? He's like, we're going to finish this bottle. Me and him are just, by the end of the interview, I'm like, oh, Tristan, how are you feeling? World-class gentleman. Like, it's not an accident you get to this level in life. The hospitality was incredible. The food, the drinks, the cigars, the staff, the women. The, by the way, the women working Forget for this it. guy. Forget, Forget about it. it. Like, gorgeous. Treated with respect. Number two, the adaptability. Mm. Uh, so, you know, Charles Darwin uh, has a quote, and he says, it's not the strongest, it's not the most intelligent animals that survive. It is the ones that are most adaptable to change. So here he's telling the story, Andrew. He goes, yeah, before I was arrested, I was on a yacht in Dubai. I take my private jet, I get out, I take my Bugatti, I come back to my house. I'm arrested 24 hours later, I'm thrown in a dungeon for 92 days. He goes, you can put me on a yacht, you can put me in a dungeon, I'm still a top G. And it's like there was no complaining, there was no victim mentality. Most people, you take them from a yacht, Bugatti, mm -hmm. private plane, you throw them in a freaking Romanian dungeon with cockroaches, with disgusting food, they're gonna have a nervous breakdown. He said there was not a day that people in the prison were not crying, like literally crying for their mom. Mm -hmm. And he's like, me and my brother there, <laughs> stoic as hell. And it was like being adaptable and being flexible. No matter where you are in life, you're gonna adapt to that. And it was super impossible. Uh, you know, what's his famous words? He says, my perspicacity, and my infatigability, most people mm -hmm. don't know what that means. Perspicacity, have you ever heard those words that he says? No. It basically means just being locked in. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, game time, get locked mm -hmm. in 24-7 with that. Perspicacity. Perspicacity. Pers Shout out to that page out there, Perspicacity. <laughs> Nat, say that three times fast, comedy hour. Can you say it one more time? Perspicacity. Perspicacity, perspicacity. <laughs> Perspicacity. Oh, she did it. Shout out. Clap for Nat right there. Yeah, let's go, Nat. Let's go, Nat. And then infatigability, which means, what does the infatigability mean? Infatigability. Yeah. Why, what? Right. Thanks, audience. Jorge, for that random. Jorge, you're doing too much now, Jorge. Too, too much, Jorge. Infatigability, what does that mean? Uh, like you're not going to be fatigued. 
Yes, and what does that mean? Uh, you're not going to be bothered. <laughs> or okay, keep going. Means you're never tiring. Okay, so it was very impressive. Enough. Last but not least, which is almost kind of the opposite of being adaptive and flexible, is he is a man of traditional values and principle. That is clear. Like he's not wavering. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. I'm going to die on this hill for what I stand for. And it's like you can you can be flexible with your lifestyle, but your beliefs and your ideology unwavering. And that's what I took from that. Health, wealth. Mindset, your purpose, accountability. At no point did he play the victim. He said, I'm in this situation. I'm fully accountable. I'm innocent, and I'll prove that I'm innocent, and it's going to happen. Uh, stoicism, brotherhood, it's very impressive. Mm. So uh, that's my take. Vincent, you were there. Uh, Patrick and I did the interview, but you were there. You were holding some lights at some point. I'm a, you I'm were a getting us player. coffee at some point. You were. Player. I will tell you this. You know how there's like MVP, most improved. You were without a shadow of a doubt, the unsung hero of that trip. There was not a minute that you weren't keeping it light, fun, like casual. It was great. It was, it was, it was if, if Arnold Schwarzenegger was here, you know what he would say? Fantastic. <laughs> I felt, because think about it, Pat invited me because I thought I was going to be doing it, like shoots and this and that, but then we found out in Romania, you don't, you know, they don't play that shit. They don't want you trying to embarrass their culture or anything. So I just fell into like the, let me just be there for everybody and be funny, keep it light. I'm wearing costumes and stuff, but... You basically said everything that I, you know, that I was thinking about, but from the jump, you don't know where you're going to... I've never met this man. He's one of the most famous people on the planet. And Adam nailed it, bro. We walked in, and it was jumped out of the seat. What do y'all want? Water? No, coffee. And I, I'm not talking about telling people that work for him. He was running around, and he was doing it. The relationship between him and his brother was ridiculous. On the podcast, you guys will hear what he said his brother. It almost got me emotional because I'm like that with my brother. Uh, I, I don't want to get into it. I'll, I'll let you guys hear it on that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, dude, I learned... Just from talking to him, and I was like, Andrew, you realize God chose you to be this guy, and you stepped up. Sometimes, you know, God wants you to be somebody, and some people are just like, I'm not going to answer the call. He's stepping up, and he even, he says it, Adam, how many times where there's three phases where the matrix, which he calls, is coming to get you. What was the first one, Adam? I think it's Number the, one, they try to cancel you. They try to cancel you. Number two, they number, throw you in jail. They throw you in jail, and then and number, number three, three they is they kill, kill you. you. So, and, I, bro, and we're having a one-on-one, -on -one, and yeah. he's engaging, and, I, and just from all the videos that I've seen in the past... He had, you know, he was a G and he was like, he looks like, and I've seen these people that have been to war, they have a different look in their eyes. You could see in his face, yeah. he's been there. I saw him at times where he was really looking down and thinking like about life. And I was like, Andrew, so now that you, you're chosen, you're this guy, you're in the third phase. This is now you're in the... Yeah, you've been gonna, canceled, you've been thrown in jail. There's only one more left. You realize it's there. this is the next stage. And he's like, that's, if that's what I, I was chosen to. And that's what God chose me to do. I'm, I'm in it. And the fact that he said in the prison, he was cool. He, he was killing everybody with kindness and just yep. no matter what, the depression, he doesn't believe in it. He stayed positive and bro, like it was an honor to meet somebody. And last thing, Adam, I know a couple of girls that were like, I hate this guy. I hate him. Just hate. And I go, what, what have you seen? And they really couldn't, because that's what the mainstream media does, the legacy right. media, is you just see the shit, the shit, the shit, the shit. Uh, have you ever met the guy? Have you ever sat there and, and spoken with him? And then one of my friends saw the BBC interview and she looked at me. She's like, Vinny, I like the guy now. I go, I go, what was the change? She goes, because I heard what he was saying and I saw what the other side is doing. And I go, that's the, the, the biggest example of what the media does to what that you have to do as a person to actually know him. And it, dude, it was one of the best trips, fastest, craziest trips, yeah. but it was dope. I'll say this, um, two things. I would say 90% of his content is... Uh, male empowerment like in order for be to be the top g there's the things you need to do in your life mm -hmm. your wealth your health your mindset your work ethic everything that comes with that now 
that's not the clickbait stuff. The clickbait stuff is basically says, you know, anything he says about women, misogynist, chauvinist, Andrew Tate said this. It's a very small portion of what he says. Now, he has said some shocking things, uh, but essentially his message to women is, don't be a fucking hoe. Because you, there might be some short-term benefits of it, right. but in the long term, it's going to bite you in the ass. Um, open for debate. All good. The last thing that I will say, shout out, major shout out to the BBC. Thank you guys <laughs> for the British Broadcasting Corporation <laughs> yeah. for dropping the fucking ball. They were the first interview before Valuetainment. They had a unique opportunity to sit down with Tate and be an unbiased real journalist, and they attempted to do a hit piece on them and they, get, they get, <laughs> fell flat on their freaking face. Oh. So it just opened up the runway for Valuetainment to say, oh, yeah. the, world, the world was not happy with the first interview? Let's step right up and give you guys a show. And oh. wait till you guys see what Patrick and I did with Andrew and Tristan. It's incredible. It's and the guy's got an incredible story, an incredible message, and I can't wait for it to be ready. It's probably going to be out in the next couple days. handful of days, week. I don't know. Our editing team, shout out to them. They're working on it right now. But shout out to the BBC for being what we thought the mainstream media would be, yeah. absolute lackeys. Um, anyways, with that being said, ladies, welcome back to the panel. Hi, um, girls. When you see him say these things about men, let's, let's talk about turn-offs and turn-ons, okay? Who here likes alpha macho men? Show of hands. Okay. Who here likes beta cuck type men? Okay, so no, no one on the panel. Nat, you didn't raise your hand. We didn't hear your question. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Pay attention, woman. <laughs> hey, woman. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, I literally, you literally caught Just me kidding. in all No, it's all good. So yeah. what would you say is the biggest turn on from someone like an Andrew Tate type, even him, an alpha macho man that says what's on his mind? Biggest turn on. But also, what is a big turn off about that type of guy? Let's start with you, Gabby. Turn on. Uh, that they know what they want. Hmm. So they have like their eyes set on it. They feel confident in what they're saying to you. But then the turn off, I think, could be the other side of it where sometimes they might be over masculine in the sense where they're covering some of their insecurities. Okay. You're talking about toxic masculinity? How were you referring to? Yeah. Okay. Would, would you rather have an alpha guy who's secure and kind of tells you this is how I fucking feel and kind of puts you in your place or more of a beta guy that's like, Whatever you want, baby. Whatever you want. No, you I had to pick have the one. first one. Okay, yeah. so you know, kind of comes with the territory. Right. Sarah in the house. Biggest turn on and biggest turn off with these types of guys. Biggest turn ons, I would say, stability, um, and knowing that you will be like provided for, protected. I think that's essentially what women look for and seek out is to be protected and provided for. Um, I think that the only, I mean, I don't really have a turn off <laughs> against these kinds of men. This is like the kind of men I look for or, and, and that I want, but I guess the only thing would be is when you do have really high value men, it's obviously their time is limited. So if it's someone who really is big on quality time, it might be like hard for them um, because you're going around their schedule essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Would you rather have 24 hours with a beta male or an hour with an alpha? I would rather have five minutes with an Ooh, alpha whoa. male. Oh, <laughs> I, could, I could possibly get you five minutes with somebody. So we'll see what we could do. Uh, Tony, biggest turn on and biggest turn off with an alpha type of guy. I think that an alpha type of guy, I think the biggest turn on is they know how to manage the alpha. I think a guy, you know, 
one that's truly in a good relationship and one that truly loves his significant other is one that can be beta at sometimes and they they know exactly when to be alpha what what you know environment what adaptability you know they you know go into work and they know to be alpha but at home I don't think necessarily you need to be alpha there needs to be times where you are genuine with your other person and I think my biggest turn off would be yeah the there's you know there's too much of everything so like she was saying you know a lot of guys toxic relationships we've all been in one guys get controlling and they get a little too toxic and I think that you know there's there needs to be a line of is that alpha or is that just controlling right so two things you talked about sometimes an alpha guy can be a beta I think what you're referring to is just being present and being and having your attention which I, I think is a, can be a masculine quality Absolutely. as well he's yeah. there for you quality time I know that's very big for women right mm -hmm. I remember I did like the five love languages with the girl I was dating years ago and we went through the list and her, we lived together, she worked for me, we traveled together, and we did the whole five love languages thing. <laughs> and my, my fifth on the list was quality time, and her number one, I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? We lived together, we spent, <laughs> she's like, but you don't ever pay attention to me. And I was like, what are you talking about, bitch? Like, all I do is spend the whole time with you. And I didn't fully get it, but I do understand that women like a man who's present, put the phone down, be locked in. Even if it's for five minutes, women want yeah. to know that you're dialed in. Yeah, I think it's more yeah, so too, like, when you are a really busy man, it's like knowing that you can just have their, like, they care about you enough. To, I think yes. that's a really big indicator, too, that, like, a man does really care about you is that they're willing to give you their, their time, even if it's just for, like, ten minutes, too. Mm -hmm. right. What does what uh, Coach Greg Adams always say is that every girl wants your meat, your meat, your M-E-A-T, <laughs> your money, your energy, <laughs> your attention, and your time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just be careful with your meat, all right, Ben? <laughs> You're slaying that meat everywhere. I know, I've seen you in these streets. <laughs> I'm talking about your money, energy, your time. Yeah, I wasn't time, talking obviously. about, yeah, we're not meat. talking about meat. Yeah, okay. meat. And then you said one more thing about sometimes these types of guys can be controlling. Yeah. How so? Um, I mean, yeah, I think more so, I mean, there's a lot of toxic relationships where these guys, they just, it's all insecurities. It's, you know, you're getting ready to go to lunch with the girls and they start a fight. Or, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, guys, they wanna, I mean, even guys that look over your phone or look at your Ugh. location. I mean, I mean, girls have been through all of that yeah. where a yeah. guy is So do you think that's insecurity on their part or is that something that you're doing not enabling them to be more secure? It's a combination. Yeah, it's a combination. Okay, give me the combination. I mean, if, if I need to make my man secure then he's not an alpha first of all right i guess it's a mix i feel like there should be a level of trust so if that person trusts you and then if you're doing something that maybe you're not recognizing is maybe triggering them to behave in that mm -hmm. way then like i can understand yeah that. Like, i think if, if especially like if somebody's going through your phone like those relationships like it's like what if you're not trusting this person you're right. like, hey a i've had i had a girl that used to do that i'm like yo listen then what are we what are we doing? You don't a I need some privacy. Like I'm talking to my mom and those are personal. Right. No, no, I, I want to see who you're talking to. It's like yo. Then what are we doing together? If you don't mm -hmm. if you don't trust me at that level, then then we, we have to we have right. we have other yeah. problems than just that. I can promise you this as someone that has had their phone uh, unlocked. Oh. <laughs> you're not gonna like what you find. I don't, period. 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 Even if it's not that big of a deal. 100%. Yeah. They yeah, will make it a big deal. Uh -huh. But if you're Because looking. a guy will speak to a girl 
a friend of mine, like, or, mm-hmm. hey, baby, how are you? Hey, hon, what's up? Like, who's yeah. this girl? It's like, oh, that's my uh, yeah. cousin. Yeah. Like, I think what? Fine. Like, you're not going to like it. And yes. yeah. so it's just be weary when you start going into guys' phones like that. But the controlling thing, back to this, give me an example of a guy who was just, like, clearly in the wrong, that he was too controlling. And then maybe give an example of what you could have done better to alleviate his concerns. You don't need to name names. Like, it's uh, <laughs> communism. Just... <laughs> I think, um, I mean, I've been definitely in an abusive relationship, and I think, you know, what I could have done better is probably not be in it, but again, I was 16 years old, I was young, and I mean, there's an extent, there's a lot of males out there that, you know, push limits, and they are they are very manipula- manipulating emotionally and, and physically, yeah. so I think a lot of women have dealt with that at some extent to Can another. I address that? What In my experience, those types of men, on the surface... They come off as alpha and macho. Mm-hmm. They are They're soft not. as fucking yep. broken. Not at all. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shout Absolutely. out to gentlemen out there. You want to be a tough guy? Be a tough guy to other men. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't be a tough guy to your woman. Yeah. 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 Okay? It's like it's so weak and it's so broken. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I would encourage any man to look in the mirror. If that's the type of guy you are, look deep in the mirror and be like, why am I treating a woman this way? Yeah. Especially my girl. Yes. Not a good look for you boys. I think yeah. that's a big, like, a, a big thing, too, that especially younger women in dating, um, I feel like you haven't necessarily experienced a man who can actually kind of, like, take care of you, especially if you're dating around your age range and you're, you're younger. When you start to get a little bit older and you start to date up, um, I feel like you'll start to see that a little bit differently. But it's essentially, I think, like he said, it, it's a lot of confusion in the, these aren't actually people who are, this is where the toxic masculinity thing mm-hmm. gets confusing because I don't think ma- masculinity is toxic. I no. think it's people who are narcissistic or actually abusive. They're not good men that are portraying this, and that's where women start to get the the feeling of, of calling people who are actually very good men, like in Andrew Tate, you know, toxic masculinity, yeah. and that's where the confusion lies. I think it's just because in modern day now, we don't really see a lot of men being men anymore, especially in the Western world. But yeah, like, Sarah, we do. a quick wait, question wait. for you, and then when I come to Danny, mm-hmm. what do you mean by dating up? Dating up. You said like the word an, dating up. Age. Like an age. An age. An age. An age, yeah. So, like, okay. if I, like, well, I mean, now I'm about to be 26, but, you know, when I was, like, her age, or when she said in an abusive relationship at 16, I mean, 16 is not. I, when you're dating at 16, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. No 16 yeah. year old boy is taking care of you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Providing I actually want to move off the 16 year old's subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's uh, bind you, bind you 18 candy. and over stories, by the way. <laughs> yes, but okay. yeah, that's Keep what I mean. Is yeah. once, once you start to actually date men, yeah. then. By the way, for know, the record, uh, any story you have, it's when you were 18 and older. Let's yeah. just yeah. clear the air here. <laughs> yep. We don't need to go down this path. Danny, yeah. uh, give me the pros and cons of dating an alpha guy. What do you enjoy about it? What are some of the negatives about it? I think that. Dating an alpha guy, the pro is the ability to take responsibility and make plans. Um, I would say a con is their lack of emotional vulnerability sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think that there's this idea that these alpha men have to always be like no crying, no feelings, there's nothing wrong, they can handle everything, and sometimes that's not the case. And when you're trying to connect with them or you're trying to talk to them about what's going on in your head and how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. they sometimes will push it off. So this is an actual conversation that Myron, uh, we talked about on on the Fresh and Fit Live event here at Valuetainment, where stoicism, show no emotion. You can have emotions, but don't be emotional. Give me an example of when you want to see your man 
have emotion or be emotional. Give me some tangible, good examples of like, I wish you would open up more and I wish you would show more emotion. Give me those. It's a good question. I feel like when, let's say you guys are going through a hard time and you're trying to tell them how you feel, maybe they did something that upset you, um, I would say sometimes alpha males will either fight you or tell you that you're wrong um, in order to, kind of gaslighting you, to be honest, to push your feelings to the side and make it, (laughs) Gabby over here is like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Gabby's been gaslit before, clearly. Gaslit, yeah. Um, That's a word that's been thrown around a lot here, and I actually Mm -hmm. spoke to one of my man friends about this, and he said that the word gaslit has kind of like, every woman uses the term gaslighting to, they just throw it at them. And I think that it is a term that's thrown around loosely. I think there's a lot of men that try to communicate and maybe aren't so good at it. Um, But those alpha males sometimes, like you said, you know, stoicism, show no emotion. So when there is a problem in the relationship, they are more likely to push it off. All right, give me the exact counter argument. Give me an example, any of you guys, of a guy who's just oversensitive, crying, emotional, you know, mama's boy. Give me that story. You have that? I don't think I have like that. Like of our own personal experience? Yeah. Like the guy from Bedazzled. What was his name? Brendan Fraser. When, he, when he's like, he's singing her songs and he's like crying on the beach. You guys, like, like simpish behavior. I love behavior. that they don't have any of those stories because simpish who behavior. wants that type of, like, no. I, yeah, how? I, none of you guys girl? have any simpish behavior? No. I mean, uh, if a guy sends me a sad face and an emoji, oh, I'm grossed out. Like, I don't want to know that you're sad about anything. I, I mean, like, what? I just, I don't. I, I really, what? I really don't. I mean, it, you know, it, it, if it's a situation as to where, like, you know, something very traumatic happens within the family, their parents, you know, a, a brother, a sister, something like that, I understand that you're going to be sad, but I don't want to see you cry. Um, I've never in my life seen my dad cry, not once, um, because he is the man, he is the leader, and he knows that he is supposed to hold his family together and not cry in front of us. Like, the 25, 20 years my stepdad has been in my life, I've seen him cry one time, and it's because my mom was in a coma. That's it. And Jesus. do you think your mom has seen your dad cry? No. Really? Really. Wow. Yeah. My, I cried in my car on the way here. Because it's different if you're a child. <laughs> nobody was watching. If it's different if you're a child and you haven't seen like your dad cry because that's the role. But if I wonder as like. That, that person's significant other, if they may have seen maybe mm-hmm. once or twice like right. a sad moment, because being a significant other is different than being a daughter. Yeah, I, so. I think I think it's too like you know to express that you have emotion and be open to those things. I mean, in a time where it is something urgent, like someone is hurt or passes away or something, obviously you know that they're sad. But I just feel like for men, there's a time and a place, and especially when you are leading a family or being the leader, like for mm-hmm. a woman, like. If I were to see, the way I see it is, if I were to see my man falling apart emotionally and crying over a situation, maybe it's financial, he lost his, like, loses a job, loses money and investments, something, then I'm going to worry. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, is everything crashing and burning now? Because if you are scared and you think it is, then now I no longer feel So what if, like, a family member is lost, mom, closest person he's been to, and he gets sad and he may have cried, would that, you would leave him? I wouldn't leave him for crying. I just, I wouldn't, I don't want to see him cry. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'm just asking. It's not because, a turn on Because a man crying over financial Is it ever a turn on to see a guy cry? But a man no, crying over I'm not financial saying, problem is What are you going to say? Yes, but I want to define crying. 
crying is like, what are you saying, like bawling? Because there's been times where I see a man shed two or three tears. Yeah. And yeah. it was attractive right. as fuck that he could just squeeze that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just like, and why tears. was he crying? Um, one person I know, their family died. One person I spoke yeah. to, I told him a deep story about something. Like, and I see it struck a chord. And that's attractive because that's, especially if it's very rare, yeah. 10 times mm -hmm. more attractive. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think to be clear here, I, because I had this conversation with Myra and I said, listen, there's two times I've cried in the last two years. Um, ten years, sorry. Mm -hmm. And once was when my dad died, okay, mm -hmm. understandable. And one was when my long-term girlfriend got cancer. Mm -hmm. And it was shocking. It was horrible. But I cried alone. I didn't cry in front of people. I didn't need, like, consoling with that. Granted, at the funeral, I was like, it was two days later, because in the Jewish culture, you put you, uh, as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. I definitely had teared up eyes, but... I think as a man, this is kind of the whole thing. It's like you can't turn on or turn off actual like stoicism, having your shit together. It's not like like the, the, the guy that you're like, oh, I want my alpha guy who's very masculine and manly and has his shit together and stoicism and calms his emotions. I just want him to kind of also be a little feminine, too. It's like it doesn't work that way. Right. Also, like the more femme boys out there, the feminization of men, they they can pretend to be alpha, but you could read right through that. It's like, you kind of got to pick one or another. It's like, also when you see like these very alpha masculine women, I don't need no man. I make my own money. Like, I'm a boss, babe. It's like, uh -huh. they can turn on being feminine for like a yeah. second. But then it's like, all right, bitch, like take the dress off. Like, go ahead, like tuck your dick in. Like, we get it. So it's kind of hard to turn on and turn off is all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Right. But you were going to say something. Like, back, back to the initial question. Uh, back to this the whole initial, thing with initial alpha. Andrew Tate the initial question of the biggest turn on and biggest turn offs with dealing with an alpha type of guy like a Tate. Okay, the biggest turn on is um, their self control um, in a lot of areas when it comes to spending, investing, you know, talking a certain way, like you said, holding in emotions. Not, I hate saying holding it, I just want to say parking it right now. You're Keeping it together, later. holding it yeah, together. Just holding it together. Um, and I like the, like I said, the resiliency to see an alpha man bounce back and not complain. There's some men that I've heard say certain things, like, mm -hmm. you know, be certain fees, $2 million fees, or, or certain things where people are calling the police in them, and then just cool the whole time. That's very attractive because it's like they're not, their situations and their lifestyles, especially their problems, not only mm -hmm. their achievements, but their L's behind closed doors, that's 10 times more attractive. And the way they handle it and nobody can notice it, and you come out polished like Andrew Tate, come out polished, 10 times more attractive than complaining or looking for too much help or asking too many questions about it. I don't like a lost, you know, I like the leadership. I also gotcha. like that they give off some type of wisdom or teaching. That's the most attractive thing too that you can learn from them because if you give me 10,000, that's awesome. But if you give me a brain, that's gonna lock me to a whole different amount of money or, or experiences. Give a woman a fish, she eats for a day. Teach a woman to fish. <laughs> She's leaving you She's and hooking up with a fish. Right, 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 right. Right. She's cooking your meals for the yeah. rest of your life. Uh -huh. but, and give uh, me the biggest turn off with being something like that. Biggest turn off. Um, it kind of bounced to what you said. Just real, recognize real when it's really an alpha. It's probably no cons. But if you're like an expressive alpha and not just in your lifestyle but you talk about it too much, that's yeah. a little unattractive. That's kind of awesome. like feminine, too much talking. Before walking. I come to yeah, what's up? you as a, as, as a strong... Woman? As a strong, independent woman. <laughs> yeah. Let me go to Nat real quick. Jorge, turn up our friend, uh, 
Uh, her um, her, her mm. mic is. Um, she's got that flow, slow jams. <laughs> uh, Nat, you want to answer this question? What? Yes. What do you What do you enjoy about being in the presence of a man like that, and what What are the turnoffs? Um, I think. And then the I'm biggest, coming to you, Z. <laughs> Z, you're next. I Get think ready. the biggest turn on is um, the level of leadership in all areas of their life. I think that's a big one. I think that's hard. I think that uh, requires a lot of discipline and work. Um, and if you want me to say like a turn off, I feel like this kind of just comes with those type of men is that the sacrifice of time you have to give for those men to be those men. Mm -hmm. So like as a woman, you know you're not gonna be like his number one priority, right? Because there's other priorities so that you can have the life that you wanna have with this man. Um, so if I was to say a turn off, it's just as a woman, you're sacrificing time with your significant other, but it's a turn on because it allows them to be a leader in all areas of their life. So. You know, there's pros and cons and everything, but that would be kind of the on and off of it. That's why she's the batty with the patty. <laughs> um, Vincent. Yes. There's so many. Yes. <laughs> there's so many different angles I can go with you, right? Well, I mean, I could kind of pick. Uh, we'll ask one after, but just yeah. from hearing everybody. What, what, like, what have you heard here that you would like to comment? Well, look, because it's awesome. I like everybody has their own opinion. It's like the levels of the alpha. I'm brought, I, I, sometimes you get tired of just this alpha, beta, alpha, yeah. beta, and I'm like. You could still be an alpha. I, you know, we're, we're both alpha males. When you're with your girl in public, when it's out in the eye, you have to be the strong dude. Like anybody acting weird or whatever, that's a position of power. I, mm -hmm. I act, it's almost like, um, like when you watch any documentary or National Geographic, the lion's walking with, with the girl. Maybe there's kids or whatever. He's the alpha and he's tough. Anybody goes near them, it's a fucking war, right? But when they're under like a, a tree and it's shade and they're laying there, that's when he's not, he's vulnerable. She could cuddle up on him. They could, you could have that moment mm -hmm. in private. Mm -hmm. That's your thing. But out mm. in everybody's eye, you have to be that, not dominant, not, I'm not talking about just testosterone and, and <laughs> you know, I'm just fucking stressed, no. But then like, and in regards to the crying, I think, and I, I kind of agree with what you said, you, can, you can't be like bawling in front of the girl, but like when my father passed, I didn't cry. It stayed in there and it came out, like I'm talking about years and years later, but I think there is a way so, and it depends on how close you are with the girl, how long you've been dating her, to show her emotion, but don't just lose it and like fall on the floor, because then I think a little bit of respect is like, yo, dude, yeah. I've never cried that much. Why are you on the floor <laughs> in a ball, yeah. dude? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you I know, know what, and I, I, I kind of Well, well you're kind of saying, you know how they say with like women, like you want a lady in the streets, but a freak in the exactly. sheets? Exactly. <laughs> so for a man, it's like you want him like, a man um, and when he's in town, but a you want to be insensitive when it's going yeah. down. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> trying to make, just, you know, so it's a, have it's that a, balance. Exactly, have the balance, <laughs> have know? the yin and yang for it so, so she does okay. feel safe. And she got that dude, but he's not crying. Like, I, I saw a couple once, I'm not joking, the Glendale Galleria, and he was just, some guy's crying in the mall, and she's holding him about something that was going on. I'm like, bro. Everybody's, you're in front of Ben and Jerry's. People are watching you. Like, like go in the car like I do and I cry when you're driving to work. I mean, you cry every morning on the way to work. You don't, but think about by it. yourself. When you're by yourself as well. Men, we're, we're supposed to, we're told never have, you can't cry, bro. We have all these emotions. If you don't let it out, it comes out and cr you beat the shit out of people. You yell at your girl. It's good to like let it out. Yeah. And sometimes like, dude, I'm 45. I was crying one time, like six months ago. I was like, oh, I wasn't even crying. But a tear, I'm like, what the, it was like a commercial like with a dog yeah. that was limping. And I was like, what the fuck am I crying for? I People think I'm fucking crazy. I'm going to tell a story. Well, go, go. What do you I like, on Sundays, I like uh, swimming in the ocean. Yeah. I like, I like doing yoga. I stretch. I go in the ocean. And I do these, like, workouts. And in, I, I swim out. Like, I'm with the sharks. Oh, God. And I will yell at the screen of my, uh, like, top, top of my lungs. Because it just releases energy. Yep. And, yep. like. In the ocean? 
Yeah. Adam, you know Adam, Adam, you the sharks, the sharks are like, because it also asserts dominance. The sharks, the sharks are like, no, don't, we can't go don't go anywhere near that guy. Or, or they're sharks going, know. who is that asshole? Yeah. I'm gonna go eat him because no. they're blind. Now they, they see know. Now they, they hear know. you. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Sharks, sharks don't keep kosher. They don't gotcha, want any part gotcha, of this. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, it's good. So, ladies, um, we'll turn it over to you. So, I firmly believe, you know, he has some back to the Tate thing. Uh, there's some serious allegations. Uh, human trafficking is not a light allegation. Rape is not a light allegation. After sitting with this man and really understanding and basically diving deep into the story, I, I used to think that he's 90% innocent because there's something that I wouldn't know. How would I know? I'm going to go on the record and say this. This guy is 100% innocent. I think so, too. Human trafficking? Do you yeah. know what that even means? We spoke, I'm not going to name this, with an actual... Uh, human trafficking experts, one of, the oh, most, yeah. one of the most well-known people in the world that fights human trafficking. He goes, look, I've been studying this story. He's not a human trafficker. There would be so much evidence if he was doing this. Like, it's insane. And all the rape allegations, like, a guy like that, I mean, how gorgeous were the girls there at their own free will? Yeah. They're yeah. Girls. <laughs> they were you don't need to like, rape with like psychopaths no. that don't get any yeah. action are the yeah. rapers. Yeah. yeah. Guys yeah. out there that have multiple <laughs> options don't need to yeah. rape with it's so absurd. So absurd. Like the charges. So I think by the end of June, I think they have six months at the end of June is when I think the guy's gonna be completely exonerated, exonerated and innocent. But I will say the Romanian government, if they're listening, they're they're gonna look like <laughs> Fucking idiots. I think so. And they're going to have egg on their face, so they're going to charge him with something. And my opinion is they're going to charge him with some sort of money laundering, tax evasion. That's what they always do. Yeah. And that's how they're going to save face. And then, in my opinion, he's going to be like, really, guys? Really? So yeah. this is a shakedown. Yeah. You charge me with all these nonsensical crimes, and now you just want my money. Because they've confiscated... Millions of dollars, the cars, the goods, the watches, the luxury items. Everything. They're just going to keep it and be like, yeah, he didn't pay his taxes. But you don't think yeah. they planned that, though? You don't think from the beginning they knew that they were going to do all of this just to come up with something like that? Yeah, I, no, well, the matrix, because the Romanian authorities mm -hmm. are jeopardizing the entire country's reputation. What rich, successful guy is now moving to but Romania? What country, what other country would care about that? There's a lot of countries. There's a lot, but and, 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 and I don't, I don't know, know people, my people don't a lot realize of countries. this. They, in Romania, yeah. there's... Like in that jurisdiction, there's one judge. Yeah. Okay. Number one, number two. There's no jury of your peers. It's just one guy. Okay. Yeah. So whoever's talking to this guy that wants Tate for the matrix, yo, and, and ready yes. for this, there's they no don't jury. speak or read Romanian. Yeah. So he's in there, and they give him a piece of paper, and they go here, and then that's it. Oh, great so, point. So you feel me? So people don't realize the guy is in a place that he thought he was going to. Adam, you said something about you went to the freest place. You said something while we were on this trip. Do you remember? about going to somewhere where he thought was free. Oh, basically he's saying that Romania, that every country's corrupt, but it's just a certain level of corruption. Right. <laughs> and that you thought you were going to Romania because, you know, you get, you get a DUI in the United States or a speeding ticket, like you're not talking your way out of that. Like, right. the, yeah. you're done. In Romania it's like, yeah, here's 10 grand, let me mm -hmm. on my way, done, mm -hmm. boom. So you would think that on the surface, the law and order there is kind of negotiable. Yeah. But what we've realized is that it's, it's corrupt as fuck. Um, but it, it's something that he said in the interview was actually very interesting. He doesn't speak a lick of Romanian. Mm. Period. And he didn't realize that his gift, his super gift, is the gift of gap. 
and being the gift of Gabby. Gabby, And being a, a, a world-class <laughs> speaker. And when that is taken away from you, oh, because wow. you're in the courthouse and you can't speak and communicate, yeah. he realized, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. My gift is being a linguist and being a wordsmith and being a talker yeah. and being able to brrr, rapid fire, right. and mm -hmm. I got nothing. Wow. It was taken away. That's it was a like Samson and his hair. Away. Wow. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? It's like a big hit on a person to not oh. be able to like defend yourself yes. oh, yeah. in a situation. It was crazy. So, last question for you guys. Um, when this guy's proven innocent, you know, my I said this on camera to him. I said, I can't tell you, Tate, how many guys come up to me and they're like, brah, what's Tate like, dog? Yeah, like, yeah, what's the yeah. topic you like? Like, dude, tell me about this guy. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like everything that I just told you today, it's all true. It's great. It's awesome guy. Amazing experience. Top G, homie, awesome. But also, Tate, I can't tell you how many girls come up to me and they're like, ill. I can't believe you interviewed Andrew mm. Tate. Can't believe you do whatever. I told this story about a girl I was kind of talking to. I took her out one night, treated her great, gentleman, paid for everything, this, that, the other. She, the, that night, she's like, hey, look forward to the next time. Sure, cool, cool, cool. The next morning, the first text I get from her, the first text is, so you fuck with Tate? <laughs> I'm like, Red what? Flag. What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I saw on your Instagram. Like, there's a picture of you and him. Like, so you fuck with him? I'm like, I, I don't, like, what are you I saying right now? I love this voice, Adam. Yeah. I love, I love it. Voice. It was a, like that. In, in my mind, it was a bitchy voice text. Yeah. And I, I remember just the last time, I was like, well, what did he do to you? Like, why are you so offended? I'm like, I'm like I've treated you nothing but a gentleman. You had a great time. The last text you, you text me before you fuck with Tate was like, Love the night, look forward to it again, all that. All of a sudden, I'm the asshole. It's like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. She's like, I don't like the way you're talking to me. I was like, I literally, the last text I have to her was like, call me when you grow up. Done. Never cool. text a girl again. Wow. But, wow. So my question to you guys is, to the ladies out there that actually are offended by this guy, when he's proven innocent, um, what do you think it's going to take for women to be like, all right, there's clearly a matrix attack against this guy. It's clearly trumped up charges. It's clearly, you know, he's not this evil character. I might not agree with everything he says. By the way, I don't agree with anything anyone says. What's it going to take for women to be like, all right, he's the fucking top G. What's I up? I think people have to see his family. His family? I think he, people need to see him in a family dynamic and what he really does around women, how he treats women, how he treats kids, how he values his family. I think that will touch women in a way of like, oh, this is a real man who knows how to handle women and family, and he values these things. I think that will touch women more than words and actions and all those things, um, because women, I feel like they relate to more of that nurturing type of energy. So when they see a man being a man to a family, I think mm -hmm. that's going to turn women on and be like, okay, he's a dad, you know, or he, he's a husband or, or so on and so forth, business partner. I think that in itself will be a lesson. That's a really great perspective. Yeah. I'll tell you why. You know, they say in media, show, don't tell. Yes. Mm -hmm. Don't just tell me, just show me. Yes. And he does have a family, does have kids. And I think that that'll be something rather than a man on a podcast. Correct. Uh, let's go around here. Go ahead. What do you think it's going to take? Yeah, we'll go to you, we'll go to you first, I, and, then I, I, and then we'll go to Gabby, and we'll okay. go this way. I think I encourage women to actually listen to the full-length episodes of his content. Mm -hmm. I encourage them to actually listen to understand, not listen with emotion. I've watched a lot of, I mean, you first see his dubbed, clipped content on the internet, and mm -hmm. that's exactly what the media does, is wants you to see the bad, right? But when you actually hear out his points and what he's saying in the full length of his content, you can see where they dubbed just right to make him look bad. Yep. 
He is very well spoken. You can tell he's very kind and a very good man. And genuinely, when you hear out the content, all the things he says about women, not. I've, I've watched a lot of hours of Andrew Tate podcast episodes and YouTube interviews, and I have never in full-length content heard something derogatory or that would be frowned upon. I mean, he talks about how to, that you should take care of a woman and value a woman and, and protect her at all costs. Respect. Gabby, what's it going to take for women like yourself to be like, because you've said there's things that's been offended. Well, so be yourself now. And, be real. Keep and, it real. Keep it 100. To be honest, the only thing that I know about him is just from what my friends tell me. I actually don't follow Ooh, any of his stuff. Okay. So See? I really wouldn't You're like know. my homegirl. Yeah, you're like my friend that was like, nah, and he's, until we saw what, exactly what Nat said. Mm-hmm. I saw this dude as a person, kids, people, girls, and it was a completely different thing that I thought with any persona that the media says. I, that's, mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good example because she's like, I don't, she, yeah. she, she's just, you're getting hand-me-down information and stuff from the video. But, I mean, at least it's dope that she's saying, I don't know who. I like that. Hand-me-down yeah. information. Hand-me-down info. Yeah. <laughs> that hand-me-down, use-ass hand info. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony? Um, I actually believe that it's going to be quite impossible for some of these people to change their mindset on Tate just because, you know, I think Tate represents, he is, you know, the, a bigger picture. He represents people uh, needing to become more aware of what's going on, and that's, you know, the Matrix and stuff. And I think... A lot of people that have their mind made up of Tate have their mind made up of everything else that's going on, and they're distracted from the bigger issue here. And I think once they start becoming more aware of the corruption, uh, they'll start seeing that the good people are going down. And I do believe that if Tate keeps, you know, he's, he's a truth seeker. So I think if he keeps seeking truth, the truth will prevail. And hopefully more and more people in our society get to see the bigger picture and the bigger issue that's going on because this isn't even just liking a guy. This is, you know, our society. It's a deeper level of this. Yeah. Great perspective. Ms. Bergman? I, think, I kind of agree with Tony that it's going to be very hard for these women to change their perspective. I think the women that have so much hate in their heart towards him have to be more open to listening to his full-length content. Um, I think in this world of, you know, modern feminism and you, I feel like men are kind of scared to be men, be alphas. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen it firsthand when I go out with my, with my friends, there was this one time I was at a party and there was this woman that was like going to get like hit by something, a bottle girl or whatever moving through. And he went to like move her away and put his hand like around her waist. She's like, don't get handsy now. And he was like, Oh, "Oh," like. You gotta be, you, men have to be careful in today's day and age. And I think that you have Andrew Tate who is going against that, being an alpha male, showing people that that's not what a real man is. Um, so yeah. Gotcha. Um, I almost called you Maya, but slow jam. <laughs> that's cool. Slow jam. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot here, but this shit's about to go viral. Oh, shit. Uh, I would like you to rap. Let's go. Something about Andrew Tate, something about a real man, <laughs> something about, you know, what you talking about, uh, sexy-ass thug. Yeah. So <laughs> give me something good. What's so cooking out there? energy. And Vinny's going to do this. Vinny's going to throw some words your way. Ooh. Some masculine. Wait, I can't do words if I'm, if I'm on, am I going to beatbox? You're okay. going to beatbox and throw some words Jeez. out there. Alpha you can just throw money, daddy. I'll throw some words out. You do the words and I'll do okay. the. I gotta get her rhythm and then I'll, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, okay. The first word is Tate. Go ahead. And then I'm gonna just throw some stuff out there. Okay, so. Mm. 
Uh, you you started with a guy. I want a beast to something like an ape. Go to the gym, walk out, he looking like Andrew Tate. Stand up all the time, always got something to say. And when it come to bitches, I know he really don't top play. Top G. Uh-huh. I'm talking about a top G. I hope he never stop, hope he never flop like a sandal on my feet. Uh, yeah. You know meat. what I'm saying? Wait. Me. Talking about some meat. Question what your mind. Well, question what your mind and your money. Well, question what your Daddy. entertainment and some energy. Wait, what's Daddy. Daddy. What? Daddy. Daddy. I can't call you daddy unless you're teaching me, Ooh. unless you're reaching me. Hold Ooh. up, stand up, talk about me. I hope you're preaching me. Ooh. Wait, <laughs> one, two, three, it can't money. be reaching me. Money, hope you get money. And if you do, I'm bouncing on you like a damn bunny. Ooh. Hold up, I know I keep it hot like I'm sunny. Sauce cast. Sauce cast. Go ahead and, wait. Hey, hey, that, yeah. I'm on a sauce, look, I'm on a sauce cast. Up here with some bosses that get cash. I'm on the uh. sauce cast telling you how to get sauce. Never take a loss, uh. Look, yeah, I'm on the sauce cast. Hey. I'm getting caught in mouth. Yeah. AKA, I'm getting caught in mouth. Yeah. Gotta drink some water. Great job. That was Let me give you, let, I'll give you the final word here, your experience here. I'll wrap it up before we move on. What was, it, what was the... I'm just saying your experience, everything that your you, the lady just talked about. You want to rap? What you want to do? Make What's your takeaway just, from your experience there? I'm just very happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, no, I think I, all collectively what everybody's saying, it's like, listen, like I said, at the end of the day, I think people make this whole, entire relationship situation way too hard. Yeah. Be a, yes. sorry for my language, be a fucking man Okay, but notice that she is a woman. She has to have, you have to show her affection. I know mm -hmm. it's hard to be that mm -hmm. strong ass dude all the time, but you guys like, not a soft ass dude, but you want hugs, you want some kisses, mm -hmm. you want, you know what I mean? You want the, you want the guy to fix the shit and fix the house, but the same you want to cuddle and, mm -hmm. you yep. feel me? Well, like there's a, there's, a, there's a yin and yang. Yeah. And Listen, I, for all the guys that watch my show all the time, I've said this multiple times, there's three elements to manhood. What? And all three are important. I think the women are gonna say that there's number one, is the protector. Yep. And being the guy that your woman can rely on and not be a fucking pussy and not being like that, that everything you just talked about with the guy who's like, excuse me, whatever, that whole deal. Yeah. And like being a man. Number two is being a provider. We understand that you need to bring home the bacon, make money, bring resources, take care of your woman. But number three, which is often forgot, is being present. Yeah. And actually mm -hmm. being there for your woman. Because we talked about the quality time thing. The most beautiful thing about women is that they're not a dude. Yes. <laughs> Good answer. Okay? Yes. I love the one, the number one thing I love about women is that they don't have penises and they're not like my boys. Yay. It's like, so they're different creatures, so you have to treat them differently. We heard men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So if you need to be a little bit more affectionate and present with your women, that's not gay. Yeah. It's actually the exact opposite, opposite. of gay. Yeah. Okay? So be a protector. Be a provider, but then also be present for your woman. And that doesn't mean crying, and that doesn't mean being a fucking right. weak guy, but it's understanding that your women want to be valued and appreciated in a certain way that maybe your boys don't want to do. Like, I never want to be like, hey, Vincent. What's up, Adam? What's up? That's how you talk to me. Just, well, guys, my friend Adam is talking. Yes, I just, Adam. I just want you to know how much I appreciate you being on my show today. Thank you. Yo. We traveled Thank you. to really Romania. Nice. I'm looking you in the eye Yeah, here. I'm looking right back and at you. You mean so much to me. <laughs> really? I don't have to do that no, with you. No, actually, that really bothered yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Bothered me. Like, I want to leave now. It yeah, I, I want to leave my own show right now. 
But the point is, all dudes need to do is like, yeah, what's up? Good, we good? Oh, like yeah. that's and Gucci. we're good. Yeah. But that doesn't work that way. Like, I can't like to my girl be like, yeah, we good? All right, cool. Yeah, no, it like, doesn't work that way. Attractive as hell, right there. Yeah. So being a protector, being a provider, but also being present, as I think the three pillars of manhood. I'll say this last thing about Tate. If you ever see this, if you and Tristan ever see this, I know you guys are going to be innocent. We learn face-to-face everything that you're up against. It's fucking ridiculous. The last question of the podcast, remember the last question I asked him? Oh, was it... Okay. That, that, that. Well, this, this, the... Before that, actually. Oh, so second to last. Because Adam asked about this. I don't want to give it so away. So I said, I said, Tate, think about what you've done for the country of Romania. Mm. I wasn't able to tell many people that we were going to do this. But the two people I did tell, my mom and my best friend... I said, uh, I'm going to Romania. They go, oh, you're going to see Tate? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Your name is associated with a country. Wow. wow. Okay, I go, nobody does, like, Romania, oh, you're going to see Tate? What? I go, as I said this to Tate, I go, your name's now associated with a country. I go, there's only one other person I can think of when I say the country, people associate a name. And he's not even a real character. I'm talking about the country of Kazakhstan. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, Borat. I'm like, of course. Yeah. I go, it's you and goddamn Borat. <laughs> then when I say the country, people are like, oh, yeah, that, there it is. I go, interesting thing for you, Tate. Interesting for you to think of because Romania is doing you dirty right now. Mm-hmm. Interesting for you to think of what happened with Borat and Kazakhstan. Did you know when Borat came out in 2006, the country of Kazakhstan banned the movie. The people of Kazakhstan could not see the movie because the movie... Did great injustice to the people of Kazakhstan, apparently. They don't like. Funny thing about banning things is this is why it never works. Uh, Fast forward to 2020. And um, after the shutdown, after COVID and everything, and tourism was taking a hit, um, not only did they allow the movie to be played, the tourism board of Kazakhstan implemented a phrase from the movie as their new slogan for the country so the country of kazakhstan their entire global brand is now kazakhstan very nice (laughs) i swear to god so i said tate think about this romania is kind of doing you dirty when you are innocent they're gonna have to do a mia culpa and romania is gonna have to change their fucking slogan to (laughs) romania what color is your bugatti yeah (laughs) he freaking loved it so anyway, that's our story with Tate. It was awesome. The full interview is coming out very soon. A couple days. And uh, respect to those guys for the hospitality and the generosity. Amazing. And this interview is going to be awesome. And clap it up for the ladies and their take on this one. There you go, Jorge. Thank you. Nat, we're going to be answering some super chats. They have some. Today's going to be a little bit of a longer episode. So we have about an hour left. We just did an hour about Tate. We have about an hour left. Hold your, your bladders. Um, <laughs> Nat, do you want to do Super Chats now, or do you want to do that? Uh, let me get through them now so that we can um, finish the rest of them later. Okay, Is that cool? cool. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks for the Super Chats, everybody. Happy SauceCast Day. It's great to be here today with you guys. Um, we'll start and Nat, with... read all the Super Chats. I'll read them all. Okay. Okay. Hooked uh, on phonics. Work for Nat. Love I it. I did. I did. <laughs> it does. Um, first, uh, Just Jerry Podcast. W Sauce, W Vinny, W Nat. Save that money. Any chance you'll be That's starting right. a membership for your YouTube? It's so funny you said that, Just Jerry, because today, because of your comment on PBD, I see you're a member. I brought up that to uh, Shamari and our team. So we'll be talking about how to become a member shortly. Uh, but to and we appreciate appreciate all the support nice. uh, and then we have one from mark zitzer uh that's amazing adam is okay no we love adam too okay <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> we love who 
respect to that guy's comment. Uh, yeah. And then we said, um, Lucy and Adam both like interviewing guests that have agendas. Shout out MLD. All right. Then we have Cam Shrump, Sir Vincent. Thoughts on Callie Fontania? She was great. Right? Oh, she was great. That was your girl. Callie was such a such a Collie. 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 She was such a dope <laughs> girl, and we just winged it. She plays this character where she's like this activist, liberal yes. teacher, and we did it at the beginning of the show, and the world fell in and thought that she was a, she was really this person. Yeah. She's gotten over a million hits. Other channels have like three million hits. She's a dope chick that was really hardcore left. And she, she was, she's awake. She's not woke. She was awakened, and now she's a normal person now. Wow. Shout out to Golly. She's awesome. <laughs> then we have, um, uh, da, 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 we have TRC in the chat. What's up, TRC? We That's appreciate you. What up, y'all? Uh, he said, Gabby, beautiful, sexy woman. How tall are you? I'm 5'11 and a half. 5'11. And a half. And a half. We love Ask that. Ask him how tall he is. How tall are you, TRC? We'll wait for your answer. We'll wait for that. <laughs> if he oh. says 5'1, I'm What's leaving. your minimum height requirements? With heels, I'm at least six two, so six two men. Minimum. Minimum. So you meet a gentleman, he's six foot, he ain't cutting it. I mean, we make. Exceptions. What if he's a billionaire? <laughs> I don't care about the money. Okay, oh, good her. answer. I mean, you always gotta ask. What like, if I got that know. surgery where they add like five inches? <laughs> I saw <laughs> that. I saw yeah. that to the and knees. And that guy's like, I'm getting all yeah. the women now. Yeah, but your kids are gonna be umbo yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. see yeah. how they walk? Thing. Do you see how they walk afterwards? It's horrible. Oh. Show me how they would walk right it's now like on camera. <laughs> They have metal, dude, they have five inch metal rods in their legs to be taller, but your genetics, your kids are still gonna be, like the jig is gonna be up when that kid comes out, so she's gonna be pissed. Okay. Yeah. 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 Keep going now. I'm having that uh, surgery. Then though. we have a drone in the scenery. She's applying an HS relationship to physical and emotional abuse relationships, so laughable. Uh, then we have TRC again. He said, love Andrew, Tis Tristan, Tate Warriors, Gladiators. And then we have Lionheart Richard. You woman wouldn't be the guy if he didn't show emotions, positive emotions like humor, joy, arousal, et cetera, our emotions. Showing women negative emotions like extreme anger or crying are a big no. Um, that's it for the chats right now. I'll be reading the rest of them in a little bit, but thank you guys for the chat. We appreciate it. Make sure you guys subscribe, like, do all that fun stuff. Because if not, your mom's a hoe, all right? Yeah. I said it, there, I said yeah, it. Okay, like you, I did it for you, okay? okay. Did TRC, how tall he was? TRC's height, did he type it? Um, TRC, he's I'll a taller be guy. for that. I know he's over six he? foot. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving right along. Thank you guys for being here. Yes. Um, so we had a live event. That, that was a week ago? Yeah. Was that a one week ago? Yeah, it was the that Friday last week, yeah. Here on the Sauscast live event, packed house. 200 people here. There was a oh. bunch of you lovely ladies yes. here on the panel. Three are here today. It was awesome. Sold out show. Respect to Myron. Respect to Walt for being here. Respect for all you guys for being here. Respect for everyone. It was an awesome show. Sold out. We'll do it again soon. This time, get your tickets yeah, soon because we did sell out. Yeah. And we might have a special appearance by Vinny at this point. <laughs> so we have a couple clips from the show that I would like to react to um, and get your ladies' feedback on. So the first one was when I asked Myron what the most important quality in is in a woman, what you look for in a woman. And uh, newsflash, beauty is first, okay? Shocker alert, guys like pretty women. Then beyond that, <laughs> there's other qualities that men are looking for. So let's play this clip of when I asked Myron about the most important quality in a woman. Wait, what is that Google? What the hell was that? No, I don't know. That was weird. Whatever Google's 
image was. That was very weird. It's all right. We're here, mate. We're still here. Bear with. Tell a joke real quick, Vinny. While uh, uh while, um, what? I only have long ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jorge. Matt, do you need me to resend that clip? No, I got it. It's because the HP thingy. Here. All right. So, well, Jesus is at the Last Supper, and he tells everybody, he's like, hey, everybody, out of all the twelve disciples, one of you guys is gonna betray me tomorrow, and I'm gonna get crucified and I'm gonna die. And all the disciples are like, oh. So they're all tripping out. And all of a sudden, Matthew leans over and goes, Jesus, Jesus, is it me? Am I going to betray you? Jesus goes, no, Matthew, just keep eating. Keep eating your, di your dinner. Jesus keeps eating. All of a sudden, Luke leans over and he goes, Jesus, Jesus, is it, is it me? Am I going to betray you? Like, no, Luke, uh, guys, just please finish your dinner. Just, I'm sorry, just keep eating. After like three minutes, Judas leans over and goes, Jesus, Jesus, is it me? And Jesus looks at him and goes, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's about okay. time we had those sound effects. Anyway, yes. let me tee up this yes. clip again. Okay. Uh, so we had a live event with Fresh and Fit yes. uh, a week ago. It was awesome. Sold out, packed audience. You've seen it. You've heard it. It was great. It was awesome. We have some clips to react to. The first one is when I asked Myron the most important quality in a woman. And I think Nat has the clip. The clip. I do. Ready? So proud of you. Gia. Here's so my most important quality in a woman. Having the clip ready. When it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Mike was sending me the right clip with the link. Uh, okay, having ready to having go. the food home when I get <laughs> yeah. home for dinner. I'd rather cook okay. than the clips, okay? All right, go ahead. Ready? After looks, what would you say are the most important qualities a woman must have? She must be coachable. And what I mean by that is she's got to be willing to shut up and take orders, right? She's got to be like by your side at all times. And I always say it like the best girlfriend is damn near your assistant. You know, she makes your life easier. If you're operating at 98%, she gives you that extra two to 3% to get that extra percentile to go to 100, 101. Like that's what a girl does. She stands behind you and helps you out and makes you better. Cause as you grow as a man and you become better, she directly benefits from that. But when it's the other way around, she looks for a better man. That's why I always argue women can't be in leadership roles because when she's in a leadership role, she's gonna look to other men because women aren't natural born leaders. After look, okay. Jesus Christ. So Gabby, I know you're triggered. So, yo, Gabby, okay. I saw smoke coming out of her ears. So, how willing are you to shut up and take orders, Gabby? My name's Gabby. That's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what you're signing up for, essentially. Okay. So, when you hear him say something like that, what? How does it make you feel? I don't like the way he phrased it of like shutting up and taking orders because to me, I know that I'm a really good partner. And mm -hmm. so I know that I can support, I'm in a leadership position at my real job. So and a lot of my company is female led. Um, so I think there's that aspect of it. Like I know what I can bring to the table from those leadership capacities. I know that I'm able to support. I know that I'm able to help them be better. And I would obviously expect them to be the same, but to mm -hmm. shut up and take orders, like I just feel like there could have been a different phrase. So let that. me phrase it a different way. Obviously, we're not talking about a bum here. Correct. We're talking about a guy who's established, a high-value man, a guy who's got his shit together, made money, has things together, and has options. Right. So we're not talking about some broke-ass 24-year-old dude who's like, so this guy that we're talking about, picture whoever that is in your head, um, to use Myron's words, if he's at operating at 98%, and he only needs 2% to like get him over the top to be 100, what would you bring to the table to help that man achieve 
I mean, I guess it depends on what they would need because I would need to understand where mm -hmm. there are the gaps and where do we need to meet from that relationship standpoint for me to be able to fill that gap for them. Okay, so it sounds like you're going to shut up and take some orders of the 2%. No, like I'm I would want, no, I don't know. Okay, what should your man say? So if you're Myron or if you're another man and you're, you're established, you're good, you have options, you're a good looking guy, you have money, and he's like, listen, I have options. And mm -hmm. I, I think women understand the type of guy I'm talking about, right? What do you want to hear from him to make you comfortable, you know, maybe not working anymore, maybe not having to go work for your boss, now you're working for him. Did he say something about being assistant. an the assistant? assistant. Mm -hmm. What would it take for you to be that guy, the 2%? Um, and like, what would he have to do to make you come around to thinking that way? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I don't know how I would react to that. You're not ready for that. And you're yeah. single? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I have yet to find a high-value man, like okay. in my experience. Like I'd say my friends date a lot of high-value men. I also don't go on dates or things like that. So I don't have like much to speak on, but I'll say I've, the few that so I have dated are not high-value. Dream with me for a second. Uh, Jorge, I think we have a sound effect. Dream with me for a second. <laughs> This is why you need. That's why you need English speakers out there. I think we have. I think we have. I think we have another dream sound. Okay. Thank you. It's like a Windows computer. Dream with me for a second. It was. You meet this guy. He's like, I got you, guy. Six two. You're gonna keep six three. Six four. Six four. He's packing. He's doing his thing. He's like, listen. I know that you're Gabby, and that, you, and that your name is literally meaning talkative. But I need you to shut up and take some orders for a second, because I want you in my life. And I want to be there for you, yeah. but I need you to fall in line. Mm -hmm. What do you need to hear from him for you to be like, all right, I'm putting my guard down. I know that I'm, this ain't exactly what I'm used to, but Jesus, take the wheel. What do you need to hear in order to for that man to wife you up, for you to be wifey material. Go f dream with me for a second. <laughs> I would say the level of reassurance. Um, okay. I'd want them to communicate with me so that I can understand, like, I'm not a mind reader. Um, so if I'm very transparent to, like, I mean, I am working on my communication skills, but at the end of the day, I would say that I would want somebody who's going to reassure me, make sure that I feel confident in what we're both agreeing to at this point. Got it. Okay. So communicate and reassure. Yeah. Okay, is that so hard to ask, Vinny? Yeah, it is. No, it's it's amazing. She wants you to be six four. Go get that goddamn leg surgery. <laughs> I'm saving. I'm we agreed to guys, six. We agreed to okay. six. I borrowed money from my mom, and I'm saving. <laughs> so just give me some time. I'll Sarah, don't even super chat. Yeah. Super chat for my legs, knees. Yeah. for my height. Sarah, uh, you're self-proclaimed red pill, so you're used to this type of talk. You've been on Fresh Fit. You were here in live any person. Yes. Um, how upsetting is it for a woman to hear things like that? Or is it like, let me, let me digest what he's saying. Let me understand what this type of man needs. Mm -hmm. And how can I be that person? How would you go about that? Yeah, I, I think that women, the way that, it, it's how the message is delivered to us, yes. which is why things like that come it's off. It's not very, what you like, say, it's how you say it. Yeah, right. it's it, to women it is, yes. So I think when you kind of just like, take a deep breath, when you hear things like that and kind of digest in a way that you would want to hear it, because, um, you know, sometimes some of the things that, that Myron says, he doesn't necessarily have a filter and he just says, you know, in the way a man will understand it. Um, but I think it's kind of more that, you know, they want you to 
be quiet, kind of like listen, not be argumentative with them and add extra stress to their life because it's already stressful in a sense of business um, and how you can provide to them and help them in ways of keeping themselves calm. So, you know, making sure that the house is cleaned up for them. They're not having to worry about little tasks like um, cleaning or cooking something, making sure they have a nice meal while they're working. Um, if there's anything that you can do to help, I mean, this will probably be dependent upon what your man does for work, but mm. you know, making sure they don't have to run little errands like the groceries or anything like that, and just being very supportive, not adding any extra stress, and like, is there finding out what you can do for them specifically that they need? Like, is there anything you can help them prepare? Whether it's you know, if do they have, they have a podcast? Can you help them prepare yeah, your know, content for it and research yeah. for it? Like, so you know, in your case, you or someone like that, like ready for me, you know, maybe exactly like things like that. Like, what what can your woman like? What as a woman can you do for your man in their department? Here's a department? question: uh, What do you do for work again? What do I do? Social media management, and I'm a short form video creator for brands. Okay. Gotcha. Don't ask what you could do for your man, but you know the country, the JFK yeah. thing? That's what I thought she was going to say. Tony, let me ask you. <laughs> how willing, let's say you meet this guy. Dream with me for a second, Jorge. There it is. Nice. Whoa, nice. dude. Uh, you're in law what school. That, okay. How committed are you to becoming a lawyer? Well, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> let's go. What do you want to do for a career? Um, I actually don't necessarily want to practice and work a nine to 10 job because that's really what a lawyer does. I think uh, lawyers have a lot of things to do and I still haven't really explored that Explored that right now, but right now it is, I am leaning towards like journalism and okay. you know, other broad How things. How much do you want to be married, kids, family? How much is that something in your mind? That's also going to happen. Okay. Not right now, like okay. clearly, but. And that's something that you want, Gabby? Kids. Marriage and kids? I don't need the marriage, unpopular opinion. But. Okay. You I want like some her. kids, though. Yeah, I want kids. I want Okay, a how about this? Scale of 1 to 10, how much you want kids versus a marriage? Go. Mm, that's a good question. Um, 1 to 10, I'd say like an 8 on the kids. Okay. Mm. And marriage? I, I don't think that's the end goal. I just want a partner. I don't think getting Somebody married is going to change. Somebody knocked me up already. That's what you're basically <laughs> saying. Somebody, no, 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 no. So we NBA got, player, make no. me a baby mama. I got it. I hear you loud we and clear. We got years to go. We got years to go. But I'm going to come back to these questions, but just answer these two questions. How much, one through ten, you want kids, one through ten, you want marriage? Uh, I do want kids, and I do want to get married. doesn't necessarily have to be, like, government on paper, Sarah, no, but I want a partner. just say the number. Ten, one I want to get 10. married. Okay. I'm point five, I want kids. Okay, so you want that. You <laughs> so want you want the, the total package. So you want the, to okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Tony. Uh, ten and ten, just because I don't want to have kids unless I know I'm going to have kids with a partner that I want to raise mm -hmm. kids with. Ten and ten. Danny, she's the star of Netflix. <laughs> Here we Jewish go. Matchmaking. matchmaking. Subscribe. 10 and 10. 10 and sure. 10. Okay. Slow jams? Same, 10 and 10. 10, <laughs> shit, yeah. 10 and 10. We want it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the motherfucking <laughs> all, kid. Yeah. Shit, they call me slow jams because I'm fucking slow. <laughs> they definitely don't call me motherfucking fast. <laughs> <most around. laughs> I need you. I should be slow, motherfucking <laughs> I love her. I would like to smoke a blunt with you. <laughs> Vinny, scale of 10 for you. Um, Kids, 10. Marriage, I'm kind of with Gabby where I'm just like, bro, this, there's a, 
misconception, like soulmate. You know, people go, there's yeah. somebody out there for me. The one. That's complete bullshit. You have, <laughs> it really is. You have to find somebody. I, I said this for forever. That's willing to put up with your bullshit, yep. positive and negative, and go on this journey with you. There's yep. not like when people are like, I know there's somebody out there. No, no, there's not. You have to find that person <laughs> and work together. Like God put somebody. Like you have to go find them. Like where's Waldo? That's bullshit. <laughs> you just gotta be like, it's almost like a, you have to have like a PowerPoint. Like, are you you trying to date? Okay, listen, I want this. You have to negotiate and then be like, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> negotiate. That's See? it. See? Leave slow jams alone, bro. She's killing it. You have to negotiate. <laughs> if I knocked her out. <laughs> but uh, you have to negotiate and then find the middle ground. Yeah. Like, are you down? Are you down? And then, yeah. and I kind of agree with like that, dude. Marriage okay. is a paper contract mm -hmm. where the Got government it. has to be involved. Nat, Nat yeah. one through ten on both. Um, ten on ten, both. Ten on American ten. Kids. Okay. I'm a lover girl. All right, cool. All right, back to what we were talking about. We all are. We Tony, all out. Yeah. You, uh, this kind of was a segue. I'm kind of in your world. One million percent, I want kids. I'm gonna be the best dad in the world. Well, oh, I have a video. Yeah. What are you guys waiting for? Marriage, I'll probably happen. have a couple wives. We'll see.